Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You are about to listen to the dark forest Let's give you the info about it First of all, you know the websites dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com, if you like a determiner, jackiecation.com, has everything. All my podcasts, including uh, videos of my stand-up, my stand-up schedule, merchandise you can purchase if you would like, and a lot more info than you possibly even need. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and produced and composed that song at the beginning of the show. He sang with his wife, Sarah. It's very beautiful. At the end of the program, he sings his version of the Mexican hat dance. That's Mike Rickberg. Vilmos fixes JackieCation.com. He is uh, the web designer over there. And Patrick Brady fixes the audio. And in this case, there's a video intro. Very exciting. Anyway, those are the websites. If you want to support the show, you're doing it already by listening to it or watching it. And Another way is to tell your friends and family, go on iTunes, do a review. Another way is to just give me money. Yeah. You could go use the donate button. You can make it even monthly if you're okay with making things monthly. You do a PayPal monthly. There's a monthly choice on PayPal. The PayPal is a button on the Jackie Cation or the Dork Forest website, and it goes directly to me. Thank you very much. I will use it wisely or foolishly. Your call as well. Now. My email address, Jackie at JackieCation.com, is where you can contact me if you have any questions or concerns and about the Dork Forest. And I do have a Venmo account. It's Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. Another way to support the show is on DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com. There's an Amazon link. And the Amazon link just takes you to Amazon. You order like normal, and it supports the show because you came from JackieCation or DorkForest.com. Very exciting. Other than that, oh, there are, there is a band camp. You can, if you have listened to all the episodes that are free and you need more content, there are several live episodes that are at thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. And those cost me a couple of bucks, so I charge a couple of bucks. There's also a storytelling album there that you can listen to some stories that I did live. And there are 17 free episodes before the Dork Forest was pre-recorded. So the audio isn't very good, but the guests were super funny and fun and dorky. So if you want to do that, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com. Other than that, let's see if there are other things that I should be talking about. Possibly uh, the merch. Yeah, if you want to buy merch. The only other thing I want to talk about is the merch. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. Uh, and you can get stand-up comedy t-shirts. You can get my albums or my DVD over at JackieCation.com slash merch. There's pins. There's a challenge coin. There's a bunch of new things happening over there. Anyway, a lot of information. I think, I don't think I've missed anything, but who cares? Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my home doing another Dork Forest, but this time with longtime uh, comedy friend, Christine Blackburn. Welcome to the program, Christine Blackburn. Aw, hi, Jackie. We have been friends for so long. It's nice. It's nice. We, uh, I think we met at an open mic in Glendale. 
That's right. The stage left coffee house. I met my my second husband there and I (laughs) met a lot of people that, you know, who used to uh, go there a lot was Hal Sparks. Remember how? I do remember Hal Sparks. Super talented, went on to do so much good acting. Still does. Right, right. And and still doing stand up uh, or who knows if he's doing it right now, but uh, to my yeah. knowledge, he is still in the game. As yeah, the kids he say. certainly is. Certainly is. Yeah. You, you kind of, you took a bit of a lateral move and went full bore storytelling, right? You were uh, well, like, you know, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Obviously, it's easier than stand up. Obviously, you know that's no <laughs> question. How is it easier than? No you need question. a button, just like you need a punchline. You need an Dude, arc. You wouldn't believe how much storytelling that is completely unacceptable is out there. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff that is not good. Just like comedy. Just like comedy. You just know. like plumbing. Are you kidding me? There isn't a job in the world that isn't being done poorly. Uh, <laughs> let's not do it poorly. That's, so That's true. A- interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah, what the heck? So, but Storyworthy is a podcast too, right? Yeah, Storyworthy uh, is a podcast. I'm celebrating my 10-year anniversary right now in July. This is You've happening. been on it a couple of times. Yep, yep. And uh, and it was uh, and it was fun. That's yeah. Right. The, my first guest was July 10th with comedian Sharon Houston. Okay. And she, I still have her on my shows. She's so funny and so talented. She's just great. She did a dork now, for us on- about two months oh. ago. I don't think I heard that one. Well, it was about uh, it was a deep dive into some serious Netflix. Uh, it was it was her and then Maria Bamford sort of back to back doing like weird reality shows on Netflix yeah. that yeah absolutely I mean just a lot of them they really like like watching them. What was hers? What was it? I her can't deep, What was Sharon's deep dive? I wonder. People should totally go look that up because yeah, I have got so nothing. Now yeah. What I so think anyway, is, now yeah. this. I was going to say, now this year, celebrating my 10th, I got Kevin Nealon on the show next week. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That is uh, that is great. And I've been trying to get Katie Couric, and that might seem odd, but I've always liked her. And okay. also, we, sh- we share the same birthday. Oh, okay. Natal? Like your the same natal birthday? Uh, except for, well, she's like nine years older. But, right, but, right. The, yeah, but the same month. And when is your yeah, birthday? Yeah, January 7th. January 7th. Well, happy early birthday. And also Nick Cage. So, you know, it's the three of us. But right. I always like Katie, and I've had such a hard time getting her. I don't know why that seems to baffle me. It shouldn't baffle me. It's like, well, because, Christine, she's a big star and you're not. But I well, still she's think super, like – I mean, they're all super busy, right? I'm always surprised at J. Keith Van Stratton getting um, the, the, the guests that he gets, he, he gets on his show. Yeah. Go fact yourself. Yeah, Him and yeah, Helen yeah. do that podcast. Yeah, well, and... that's a bigger show because it's picked up by uh, – no, no, but remember um, when oh, he used to do those live shows where it was sure. he was a pretend, he would pretend that talk it was being host, filmed yeah. as a talk show host? Yeah. And you'd show up and you're like, the hell is, I don't know. I mean, and I would ask him and I'm like, how did you, why did, how, Dick Cavett? What the fuck? Yeah. And he yeah. would say, well, I just asked him. And yeah, I said, I just asked him. How, how, how did you ask him? Because That's I, funny. how did you get a hold of him? That's that. I mean, that's the real, the real thing. You well, have to go there's, through. I IMDb Pro, IMDb Pro. That's oh, a big is that'll way. do it. Cause that, yeah, because you get their their agent, their manager, their publicist. Oh, publicist. It's better to just call them directly rather than do the the uh, email because publicists. Let me tell you something. As you know, Jackie, they need to get their talent content. They need to say to their their guy, you know, do you want to do this, 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 or this this week? Because all these people want you, okay. and I found all these people that are dying to have you on their <laughs> show. So, what do you think? So. Th- 
they want you in the queue, whether they go to you or not. So believe me, when you call a publicist, they want to hear from you. So that's usually how you can get anybody's. And that's how I got Katie Couric's. But I don't know. This is somehow. a very good tip. Yeah. Uh, I, I bet you you're right. He's been doing something like that the whole time. Yeah. And it never occurred to me, oh, you may want to do, do like a professional level thing instead of, you know, just going, hey, do you have a... You have that guy's tell email address? I, I, I wouldn't text him. That seems weird. But emailing him probably seems weird, too, at a certain level. Like, yeah. to ask Tom Hanks at a certain level Yeah, would be, but then again, you know, you know. You might as well try. Person. Yeah, just a person, you know. Yeah, everybody's just a person in the 11th hour. But are they people who play tennis? This yes, is my real question, question, Christine Blackburn. You enjoy a racket sport. You know, I the long-time long time listener of the Dork Forest loves pickleball, and we're going to have to get to it. Oh, but yeah. I want to start with one that I know, badminton, ping pong, uh, something. I don't know. I love what, all that. You love all the racket sports? All racket sports, yes, I do. In fact, I've never played squash, but I've played really everything else. Yeah, I love <laughs> – my daughter and I play badminton quite a bit out in the rain. Out in the rain. Out in the rain. There's no rain. I'm in California. <laughs> We play on the courtyard, and then I also have this little portable ping pong net that I stretch across my dining room table, and oh. you can play ping pong. It's really kind of cool. Right. You have okay, so you have invested in a badminton kit and a thing to turn your dining oh, room yeah. into a ping pong table. Yeah, I got about eight paddles in badminton. You know, you can get a badminton racket for fifteen dollars or fifteen hundred dollars. I guess that seems like obvious, but I was shocked when I saw very expensive badminton rackets. Right. That feels like there's clearly some sort of professional work being done at another level. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's not just – because we had a badminton kit when I was a kid, and it was all right. You just had to get some sort of tall person to set it up. Yeah. And uh, that was the real challenge. And uh, there, there was of – of the several weird toys that I had growing up, a badminton net was one of the funniest. We would also play over the power lines on the road. You know, that right. would be the net that high up. We'd just do it like that. Right. Shuttlecock up in the air. Fun to say, yeah. shuttlecock. It is It's got the fun. word shuttle in it. Yeah. yeah they did. <laughs> it is a funny word, shuttlecock. I happen to have <laughs> shuttlecocks that are made of real feathers and light up. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. How glamorous. They have like these little LED lights in them. So when you play at dusk, you can see them <laughs> when you're hitting them. It's really fun, honestly. And I have now with social distancing and stuff, like I have people coming, you know, a friend will drop by, believe me, like every three weeks, nothing, nothing more than that. But right. say somebody comes over, like my friend Lauren with her dog, and then we can each pick up a badminton racket mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. have the scoop ball game we do too. Right. And you can pick that up and kind of like do something together that I think, you know, is okay COVID-wise. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay, especially with like bad – if you leave things out in the sun for three hours in Los Angeles, it has yeah. been disinfected, my friends. That's so true. Um, and if they're not coming over – I mean, if you're waiting sort of two weeks between having, then you don't have anything. Yeah. And, and, uh, and sort of, you know, because the gestation – is that the term? That's not incubation. I don't think it's that. I think it's just the life, the life, uh, yeah, blood, the, the, no, the life experience. Ju- the no, of none life. of that either. The circle of life. Uh, anyway, here's, so, but here's the thing. My dad played tennis. Okay. That's the bottom line. My dad okay. played tennis. I wanted attention from my dad. I love tennis to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I love that. Did yeah. he play tennis? Well, he did play well. He did play well, for sure, yeah. But it was always in a social way, which is how I play as well, in terms of a lot of doubles 
and a lot of, um, you know, you leave the house in the morning and you're coming back in three hours. It's not like golf, like five or eight hours, but you will play two hours of doubles and then maybe get a coffee. So it's really a very social sport. Okay, because uh, and, and you're so and you're fun. playing two games essentially. Which how long does a game last in tennis? Uh, I don't even know. No, yeah, no, in tennis, uh, it could be a, a doubles match could go anywhere from fifteen minutes to thirty-five minutes, depends. Oh, pretty quick. Because what do yeah, you play yeah, up yeah. to? I don't even know. Well, there's love. That's all I know. Uh, Tell me about tennis. Really? That's yeah. incredible. That's inc- incredible. I don't know anything. The thing about is, Jackie, every everybody can play tennis. Like it's such a wonderful sport. And pickleball, which we're going to talk about. But both these sports, it doesn't matter. Honestly, you can be three or you can be 85 years old. Everybody can play these sports because it's it's an independent sport. You know, it's as, it's as best as you can do. You're not competing. It's not a team sport. And okay. it's always easy to find a partner. So um, in tennis, by the way, you see I have a <laughs> – I play so much tennis, I have a tennis elbow. See oh, that there. sticking out right there? Oh. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's gross. That's a bone that that happens it's when you in, play tennis a lot. It's inflamed. Yeah, isn't that gross? Uh, but th- I wear this now. I would never so. say. Yeah, what is that supposed to do? Puts pressure on the biggest tendon in your forearm, and it puts pressure on it, so it's relieving the tension on your arm, and it just takes a lot of the pain away. I'm feeling really good today, actually. Okay. I'm feeling really good today, but anyway, so in in tennis. Uh, five would be the first number. So you start off zero, zero. Okay. And then if someone, uh, they serve it, you only score points on your turn. And this is very true with a lot of, uh, or a lot of racket sports, I think. I shouldn't say that. Hold on one second. Well, no, that's not right. (laughs) I just totally blanked out. (laughs) I totally blanked out. Um, No, I shouldn't say that. But that's true in pickleball and in ping pong. You only score on your serve. But in tennis, you start, let's say I'm serving. I'm going to serve for at least four balls, at least. So it's my serve, then X, it'll be your serve. But let's say I start the serve, I throw the ball up, I hit it to you, it lands in the in the first four court on your side of the net. Okay. You hit it back, I hit it back, and now we're going back and forth, and then all of a sudden you miss it or it goes out past the baseline. Okay. Then that gives me five points. That's the first increment, five. Okay. If they get a point, the next turn you hit it out or it goes out of bounds, then they get five. So it can often be five, five. Okay. So what's interesting is a lot of people call this 15, 15. Yeah. So it's the same though. Five, five and 15, 15 are the same. Okay. Here's my, here's my first quick question. So you, you're serving, you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If you miss the ball, do they get the first five points or the first 15 points? Uh, yes, they do. So it okay. would be so it can zero go either or way. love. Yes. Yeah, zero and love mean the same. Why? Five, what, what is the love business? Any idea? Same. Do you have any uh, idea? You know, with the history? It's, I think it. I think I'm going to say it originated in England, but I'm not positive. I don't even know why I'm saying that. And we don't but even know. And it. we don't know why they were like, "I love it having no points. I just love having no points." I mean, I definitely think there must be a reason. I mean, for sure. But <laughs> I it doesn't honestly, matter. I don't know. And you know, someone I've will been, email me. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I've been to the International Tennis Hall of Fame, oh. which is in Newport, Rhode Island. And you'd think I'd even have learned it there, but I did not. Just in passing, you just love the game. So, I do, love what, the game? What do you love? Because it so, it's a lot of running, or no? Because my dad, it's social. Right. I, 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 it's not at all like you need to get 
11 people to play with you, like a team or something. Okay. And you can play anywhere. You know, you could take your racket or most places have rackets to rent. Um, but you could just take your racket, your tennis shoes, you're ready to go. It's a cheap sport. You know, you don't need to keep buying stuff. It's not like, you know, golf clubs where you have to buy so many different ones. It's just a very practical sport no matter what And you what can buy age. a cheap tennis racket. You can get a tennis racket for $5. You can get a tennis racket for 2000 for sure. Right. And and probably you can get a tennis racket at a garage sale oh, for, for super sure. cheap. Oh, they've and- come so far. It's really funny in the International uh, Tennis Hall of Fame. The, the rackets are hilarious. You remember when we were kids, it would be this racket with this, um, you know, a small tiny head on it. And then there'd be like Billie Jean King's face would be like right <laughs> in the center <laughs> looking right at you. Uh, and they had a wooden frame around them. They were wooden rackets. Now they're mostly made of titanium or different metals. Okay, sort of like um, baseball bats, I guess. But wait, yeah, because I remember my dad. My dad used to get into things for like a summer, and one uh, summer he did get into tennis, and so he bought us each five dollar tennis rackets, and then he had like nice. a, a thirty dollar tennis racket or whatever it cost. Yeah, and his yeah. did have one of those frames because the the racket, of course, is round, right. but the frame was a wooden sort of hexagon. Isn't that kinda... funny? And then it had like a nut, a nut, yeah, yeah, a wing nut, to tighten wing nuts Super to tighten. Funny. Yeah. Now we just put our bag, our put put our stuff in a um. Oh, just in a, in a bag. In a little bag. I did a little segment on my show once called, What's in your tennis bag? <laughs> and it was just asking my tennis friends, What's in your tennis bag? Because it is a good question. People keep in their sunscreen, tennis balls, some money, chapstick, oh. tampons, you know. It's uh, a purse. It's a, it's a tennis <laughs> purse. That's what you're rocking. You're rocking a tennis purse. Good for you. I, I also love tennis just from the fact of like, you watch a pro come out of like the locker room, like Rafael Nadal, my boyfriend, and he's coming <laughs> out with like a big bag. He's got maybe six or eight rackets in there, maybe even 10. And it's just him and this bag. And he sits on the bench all by himself. There's no coach. There's nobody to help him. There's nobody to tell him what to do. He's just by himself. He plays the game, sits down, drinks the water, plays the game, sits down, drinks the water. He picks up his bag back in the locker room you know it's very it's very non plus right there's no, so there's no big coaches and stuff and mm-hmm. they have like... tennis coaches but they're not allowed to be near the player oh really they're in the stands what? yeah and there's been people like Serena Williams uh well because they'll give them tips on how the other person is playing or they'll say that guy's backhand is really weak today hit over there Oh, you know, there's a lot oh of like if they see something. But that, sure. but it's allowed in other sports. That's so interesting that they don't mm-hmm. allow that in tennis. It is they're interesting. They're like, why don't you figure it out yourself? Why don't you watch how they're playing <laughs> and you just play the person you're playing yeah. instead of the second set of eyes that's going, I think his ankles look got He must have twisted his ankle a couple of weeks ago or something. Interesting. Also, the head of a the head of a tennis racket is not a circle. It's um, an oval, of course. It's an oval. I know you meant that. It's an oval. Um and oh. yeah, and um, and 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 there could be a regular sized racket or an over oversized head racket. Like if the head of your racket is oversized, mm-hmm. it can be that way. But standard rackets they used to be thirty two inches. Now they're down to like twenty nine inches. I mean, they've changed. Tennis has changed over the years for sure. For sure, because um, I because I, it was like they're like basketballs. Like basketballs have to be a certain width or or um, round. Oh, I'm sure everything is very measured yeah. out. I would so, think. Yeah. So with professional rackets, they used to be 32 inches, and now they're smaller. 
Yeah, they they're only 29, 29 inches is the professional level. Uh, when you when you get a racket for a child, um, the head of the racket will be much smaller. As the child grows, the head of the racket grows. Now, my daughter's only, um, she's only 13, but she already has a 27-inch racket. Which Next is a, up, mine's 29. Yeah, she'll go up to 29. But Which is an adult-sized racket. Yeah, you move up real quick. Because, um, and and yeah. why would you want a smaller racket for a, a smaller child? You would think a bigger area. It's just the he- the weight, I think, of them. You oh, know. fair enough. Think oh, about sort of waving like a stick. Yeah, yeah, think about wave- <laughs> bowling balls or waving a stick around, you know. <laughs> what, what, what do you want? You want a short one, a long one? Right, right, exactly. It's a, you, you, you want to be able to hold it correctly. It's like having a shorter yeah. bat or a longer bat and stuff like that. Yeah. That's interesting. So there's, I mean, and that's sort of the gold standard, right? There's tennis. And then the other things are more like, I don't, let us, let's go to pickleball just because I don't know what, I mean, Darlene's tried to explain it to me. I don't care. Oh, it's, it's not that not I don't that care. I just, I haven't been able to, is it a team sport? Uh, yes. It's often, most often played in a doubles fashion, but you can definitely play singles. Um, the thing with pickleball is it has elements of badminton, table tennis, and tennis. So there's three things happening at once. It is scored like ping pong, so it goes to 11. Sometimes in tournament plays, they go to 15 or 21, but generally, if you and I were playing, we'd go to 11. Okay. Um, and if you are serving, you are going to serve. You can only get points on your serve. So, and, are, and are they one-point one increments? Correct. Yes, okay. they are. Only one point. He doesn't do the five love, 15 love, nothing like that. And uh, pickleball is just much simpler to play. It's very simple to play. You're very close together. The net is between you. It's on a small court, really the size of a badminton court, which is a quarter of a tennis court. So if you look at a tennis court, just put it in quarters. It's one of those quarters. Okay. There's no... There's no net all the way across the the big court, the tennis court, because it is a tennis court. It's a hard surface. Right. There's no net all the way across there could be but you're playing with individual nets so if you look at the tennis court you're looking at four nets okay and there's four people playing at each net okay two and so two 16 people on the court seriously it's like a party yeah pickleball is so fun <laughs> and so social okay because and and but is the racket more like a, a badminton uh, the racket does not have any strings at all it's a hard surface solid made oh, like of either wood pong. or uh, yeah but it, but Ping pong has that rubber thing on the outside. Yep. A pickleball racket, I should grab mine. It's um it's made of wood or just composite materials. Okay. Yeah, and uh it it has it has in it uh we you hit with it the ball, which is like a wiffle ball. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? I yeah, know. Plastic with like, holes? Correct. Twenty six to forty holes in each in each ball. And a pickleball can break. You know, tennis balls they, they get weak because they you know they lose air and deflate. A pickleball will crack. That's the okay. problem there where you have to change them. And they're not that cheap. They're like at least $3 a ball. Okay. Can kind of, I'm just saying, could kind of add up. I mean, it's nothing. It could add up if, if you were a kid that was really into pickleball. You're like, I got to get a, it's like getting a can of tennis balls. And then you're still using a tennis ball when it's, when all the fuzz is gone. Yeah. No, and, it's no good. Yeah. No good. Um, pickleball started in the 1960s, actually. So it's actually been around quite a, quite a while. And it was started as a children's game. I know how this could have happened because, you know, you grew up in the Midwest, so did I. And you remember there's nothing to do, right? And we've got all these kids and there's nothing to do. And you got like a ball and you got maybe you got a bat or you got some sort of paddle. 
and you're in the driveway and you just start hitting that 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 ball back and forth with a paddle or a piece of wood or whatever you have. Right. You can just see how that would happen and yeah, you're yeah. close together cuz your kids Right, and you and, just um, have different you you have different equipment from different games, and you're like, yeah, well, let's just it. this is what we've got. We've got one pretty good wiffle ball. We've yeah. got a couple of good ping pong pedals. Yeah, and, let's just uh, play something. Let's, let's just play something. Yeah, I know. I love that. Yeah, that's great, and that. it is super social if there's six. You know, and do you um are there? I mean, I think that the one person I know that plays pickleball, Darlene, uh, is in a league. Are you yeah, in a league? For sure. I'm not. Mark Fernandez, he and I play together quite a bit. Sure. And I think he might be in a league. Okay. Mark Fernandez. I taught him to play. I taught him to play. And now he's like pff, 10 times better than I am because <laughs> really he's got strong. No, but there is a because, okay, you have to be very, uh, have a lot of agility. It always reminds me of doing those suicides in grade school or junior high school we have to run back and forth in gym class okay yeah because are are you running short distances you are and you're moving forward and back and forward and back and forward and back so you are sweating within like four minutes like it's really a lot more exertion than tennis but it's in a close distance everybody's very tight okay Wow, so it's cause... weird. In a way, you're like, oh, we're playing a baby sport. Dink, dink, <laughs> dink. And they even call it like dinking. They call it D-I-N-K, dinking the ball over the net. Yeah. Dink, dink, dink. And it's like a baby sport until you get a Mark Fernandez or a tall dude. And then they go, boom. And they hit it so fucking hard. You jump out of the way. <laughs> well, yeah, because you if go... you got hit by a, a wiffle ball, that would be actually oh, painful. It hurts so bad. It's almost like the the pain of a paintball. Like it's like a oh shit, you know. Right, like it's right, very right. specific. And if you watch on YouTube pickleball, like the pros, forget about it. Like <laughs> fucking astounding. You'd never step on that court. You wouldn't step on the court. You'd get right. smashed. Well, but I one time saw professional tennis, and um, but it was just a it was a friend one of those friendly matches. Yeah, and yeah. um. That was like watching. It was it was a it was out, outstanding to mm-hmm. see like somebody just casually, and they were going so fast back and forth, and um, and it was it was there was a grace to it that was that, oh my gosh for sure it's very beautiful and you can see the athletes' bodies. You can yeah. see the body. The, well, the athleticism <laughs> does seem very. I mean, and because the thing about tennis is that. It feels like you want to get it into the corner, like you do. I play. I've played some ping pong. Don't want to brag, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but you want to get it in the corner so that they can't yeah. reach it. Yes, and um, that's got to be a lot of running back and forth too. It, it, yes, of course, of course. But then there's you know over the net. If you can dink it over the net, they'll never fucking get up there. They can't get up there. Oh so right. Oh, all these ways to play. Right. Yeah, and it starts off, you know, there's the first player, if you're playing, you're, most people are playing doubles, you're behind the baseline all the way in the back, and you take the ball, the wiffle ball in your hand, and with your paddle, you're hitting an underhand in a very, almost like a easy fashion. It is Just not, a lob. Not, no, a lot. Well, yeah, yeah, really. Yes, that's right. Because it's not serving at all. It's not like tennis, you throw it up and smash it. It has to be underhand, and you go... And that goes across the net into the same corner where you are the same a quadrant in the front where you were to tennis. Okay. And then that guy has to return it in your quadrant. Okay. Once so is that kitty two, corner? That's kitty corner. Yeah. Okay. Once I hit it over there, I serve it to you. You hit it back to me. 
Now, game on. We can all start. Like, I, after I hit that ball, then we can both start moving to the net. And then most of pickleball is played right at the net. <laughs> Very close. And it's just like extremely quick movements really it, well, it gets I, I think very with, competitive okay and so with a with a solid with a solid paddle or a racket correct yeah um it's hard to i would i would think it would be hard to be um subtle with it which is why like to sort of lob it over somebody's head if everybody's up close at the net is there i mean i'm sure there's a skill set that <clears throat> well, can that's do the that thing. yeah you go pop you pop it up and over them behind them and now everybody's scrambling back you know to try to get it Right. It's fun, man. It's a really fun sport. And again, you get to know other people because what will happen like in Santa Monica, there's like um, they use six tennis courts, four people on a tennis court, 16 times six is about 100 people on that court. And you sign in. And if you're a local, it's free. If you're out of town, like I'm out of town because I'm across town, Mm -hmm. it's four dollars. And you get in the queue and then there's these forms of people waiting. It's almost like in a queue. And then that game is finished and there's a guy who's leading us. Okay. Forward to court seven. You're up. Okay. You're going over to court six and you just you play, play with winner? whoever. Do you play winners? Yeah. Do so winners winner, get to the, stay? The winning team gets to stay and then they bring in new people. And there's a whole system that I'm not that familiar with, but I just do what they tell me. And yeah. you go. So even if I go with like my boyfriend or somebody, it doesn't mean we're necessarily going to be playing together. Because oh, right. Because it's singles. Swapping. Yeah. Yep. It's super fun. Okay, and here's the other question about the racket. Is yeah. it, are people doing, like, you know, on with ping pong, you can slide it and then spin the ball. Yeah, totally, but you're not allowed to do that on the serve. The serve has to be nice and easy and just hitting it right into that their forecourt. And you but can't after that, touch, you can't touch the ball, though, can you? No, no, it's just So in you your have hand. to figure out how to spin it sort of in air. Well, it's super fun. Well, I mean, it bounces. No, it can bounce or not bounce. Oh, and then. Yeah, and then it's super exciting when you do spin it because you just, you know, you just kind of your hand slices down. <laughs> if they see you make the slice, they know what's coming. Yeah, so that's something. If you are playing somebody, you want to see how, where are they going? How are they going to hit this ball at me? So you have to pay right. very close attention. Yeah, and then one of the funniest things in pickleball is that directly on the other side of the net, on your side of the net, and on my side of the net, there's a little box carved out. It kind of looks like a, a dugout. Not carved out, but it would be marked off with, with with whatever, chalk or whatever. And that's called the kitchen. And you can't go in the kitchen if the ball's in the air. The ball can bounce in the kitchen and you can hit it, but you cannot go right to the net and slam down because that would be, there'd be no contest. You know what right. I mean? You, you'd stay out of the kitchen. So that's okay. part of the game as well. So there's, so there, so there's sort of a, a, a corridor that you can't get into. It'll bounce there, and then you have to. Then you could hit it, but you yeah. there's no there's no there's none of those slam dunks that are in tennis, or in badminton, in or volleyball. Yeah, uh, volleyball well, is more that actually. Volleyball is all slamming. Yeah, you know, nobody just hits it back and forth. They're it's all setting like the, each other up for the third guy. Yeah, so right. pickleball is like that too. You know, you're setting each other up. So if you're playing the net and you can't, you can not in the kitchen, but you're up at the net, then I better be way back there because if he lobs it over your head, you just can't get back there. I mean, certain players can. Mark Fernandez, he dives for him. I've seen him just like, I mean, just it's really on asphalt. No, no, no. It's a top. It's a top surface, um, just like tennis or hard surface, just like tennis. It is the same as a tennis court. Okay, and they're often hard tennis courts. No, no, no. Tennis, tennis, you can play on the hard, hard surface. And um, or grass or clay, like the French Open, which my boyfriend Raphael Nadal 
always seems to win. They call him the King of Clay. That's yes. the French Open. But most of the other Opens are, except for Wimbledon. Wimbledon is on grass. Yep. But most of the others are just on a hard surface, like the Australian Open. And Mark Fernandez is jumping and then falling on a hard surface as he tries to make these things? <laughs> He's kind of scraped man. up when he gets oh, up. Everybody is uh, sweating a lot. Everyone should find Mark that. Fernandez, it, it's by the way. He's so a very great. funny comic. Yeah. He's a wonderful person. So flippin' supportive. Such a good guy. And more handsome than ever. He does not... He's. I think he's 58. He looks... I mean, just a really good-looking guy. He's always been a very good-looking young man. He's very always been a very so. good-looking man. Uh, <laughs> nobody denies that. But uh, what, I, what I will say, though, is... Okay, so... Here, but here's here's what I do want to know. So you 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 lob it over. That's yeah. the serve. It's got to hit the your opposing kitty corner quadrant. Correct. They hit it back. It's got to hit your opposing kitty corner That's quadrant. Right. right. And then it's a free for all. Game on, man. Just Game can't on. do the kitchen. Can't hit it. Well, you can you can hit it. It can land in the kitchen, but you can't hit it in you, the air in the kitchen. It, it right. can bounce can't. and then you get it out of there. How but many it's very times? Very tempting to hit it. So sometimes you'll hit it and they'll say, Ah, you're in the kitchen. That's it. What's how many times can it bounce? Oh, just the one. Just oh, the just one. one time on he, on the side of the net. That's correct. And here's another exciting part about pickleball is that elderly people and people that are disabled can play. They have something called para pickleball. Say that three times fast. Okay. And it's basically wheelchair. Where wheelchair? Pickleball. Oh, that's where it all fell apart. The word wheelchair. Wheelchair uh, pickleball. <laughs> wheelchair. So, but here's but here's okay. So if it bounces once, can you paddle to somebody your other your partner like volleyball, and then no. they hit it over, or do you no. have to hit it? It can bounce once, and then whoever hits it has to hit it back over the net. Over the net, just like the other racket sports. I don't know of any that allow you to go interplay like that. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Because um, that would be more volleyball than anything. So that that is cool. Yeah. It's funny to look at a pickleball court at first because it looks like a childish game. It looks like, what are all these grown people? Like if you're a tall person, even on you and I, Jackie, that net would only come up to our, maybe our thighs. It's very small. What? It's only Wait, the net is low? Yeah, well, it's, well, because the whole game is low, right? Because it's a tiny game. So I think that I know that the pickleball <laughs> court net is 34, inch, 32, 34 inches on the outsides of the net, and then it kind of sags into 32 inches. So if you put your finger on the, put your hand on the ground, you know what I mean? You and I are like 64 inches. Right. So it's, so, it, it's at our waist. It's tiny. It's a tiny so, neck. Right, because like tennis is, is more like, like chest. Normal size. Yeah, chest yeah. size. And bad, badminton is up high. So this thing is more waist or knee, knee length. Yeah, it's tiny. It's super fun. I didn't really know great. that it was tiny. That's yes, it hilarious. is. It's, it's a tiny sport <laughs> that you think at first, like, what are these childish people doing? What a joke. And then you start hearing the grunting, the screaming, right. the fighting. I mean, it is full on. Honestly. That is intense. It's fun. I'm it's really super happy. fun. I found it. I just found it last year. My racket was only forty dollars. I have a good racket. Um, okay. You, you spend more in balls because a can of balls is like ten bucks. That's it. Do you 10, have to 12. provide a ball when you pay your four dollars down there? Uh, no, you don't. But it is funny how people like you could have balls or not, and they'll still let you play in Santa Monica, of course. But it is funny how. Uh, People mark their balls because they're expensive. You don't want to lose Right, a ball, right. You want to you put know? your initials on that ball. And it's a wiffle ball. The other thing in Santa Monica they do, and I think 
think they do this in many places across the country because pickleball is a pretty pr pretty big thing now. Uh, is they will always offer free lessons, and they do that in Santa Monica. This guy Doug, who runs it, he'll be like, "Oh, you guys are new. Come on in, man. Play over here with Steve. Steve teaches guys are brand new." So it's very inclusive. That's amazing. I love I that. I know. That's awesome. And I it, love and, the and park. he just I love does parks. it. He just does it. The, the person who runs that is just doing it in the course of the game. There's no show up early, like line dancing, learn how to no. do it kind of uh -uh. thing. Okay. Uh -uh. And where's... Um, and then everybody the, starts talking because there's a water table and you can get water. And everybody's chatting and saying, oh, man, where'd you get that bag? Oh, that's a good looking hat. Hey, I like that ball. Because balls can be made out of different things. And people like criticize certain balls. It's so, yeah, it's what, so what else can be things if they're not if they're a they can be made out of any plastic, but they just have to have those request required number of holes. Um, well, it depends. The the, the hole could the, the holes could be different. I mean, in other words, there are it goes it ranges from twenty five to forty holes. Okay, it looks just like a wiffle ball. It's very light. It, it's nothing. But if you would rub it across the surface, like with your paddle, you could tell if it was cracked. If it's cracked, no good. Okay, so what else are they making them out of, if not just wiffle ball plastic? I don't know. I'm not sure, but there's ones. But that are you've called, seen like, weird looking balls. They're not weird looking. They all look the same, but they're just really uh, like there's better ones than other ones. I'm trying to think some of the best ones because some some of them are called like diamonds or something. That's not what it is. Okay. But it's something like I for, I forget. I forget, yeah, yeah. but it's, well, as it's soon a as whole thing. A... It's a whole thing. Well, just like with tennis balls, okay? If you go to Target, you're not going to get good tennis balls. You're going to get 10 threes, and they're going to be bullshit. I mean, they're going to be just shitty. You're going to play with them once, and you're done. You, I mean, you can play again. Of course you can, but not really if you know how to play tennis. <laughs> because what like happens that. to them? They just they deflate? They deflated. Or... They're just not good. They don't have any more bounce. Tennis okay. ball, it's all about the bounce, really, and pickleball. You want to bounce that ball in front of you with your hand out, and it should come up to at least your waist. And if the ball is not in that kind of shape, then it's going to be weak and not bounce that high. Okay. So, oh, this is – see, this is interesting. Let's discuss different balls. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, by the way, I am talking with Christine Blackburn, who has a long-running 10 years – this is 10 years, July, uh, of StoryWorthy, and it's at StoryWorthy on Instagram and Twitter. And, um, yeah. So Jackie Dork Force has been like 13 years, right? Right, right. This is the 13th year. Of, Isn't that uh, exciting? That's you were totally one of the founders. One of the right. we beginners. both got to be in pretty early on the ground floor of something that doesn't make a lot of money, but that's okay. Know, it's but, uh, but it's love, super fun, yeah, right? I love it, man. I really do, and I've met some really good people. I've met so many good people. Yeah, even yeah. at like the at like podcast festivals and stuff like that. I've met. You've, even more, really the people who came to podcast festivals were like, yes, yes, you're correct. I am spending $600 to go to a podcast festival. Yeah, and, yeah. And it, that's that's awesome. It's, it's huge. Um, yeah, it, and they're, yes, we're blowing smoke up your asses, Rangers. You're the best fans ever. Podcast <laughs> yeah. fans are the best. Yeah. And so, but okay, so tennis balls. I have a can of balls that have mm -hmm. been in my my closet that my my chiropractor gave me uh, mm -hmm. that I'm supposed to roll on my back a tennis ball. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. I thought you were gonna say, should I play with them? I'm gonna tell you that they probably not. They don't have. They don't hold tennis balls. They'll hold for a while, three months, four months, six months, even maybe, maybe unless you're in the back of your car. The sun is no good on tennis balls, and they heat up, and then they they lose the the I don't know what you call it the the bounce the bounce. They lose the uh, bounce. That's yeah. probably not the technical term, but I'll take it. I, I'll take that. And yeah, no. And so uh, 
But you a know, can of tennis ten- balls at Target. Balls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're going to be, and they're okay, but they're not going to last. So you, you, you pull that can back, it goes, whoosh, Yeah. great sound. It's a really satisfying sound. Um, but you're going to find better balls at the Racket Doctor, which is the largest racket, racket store in Los Angeles. It's a wonderful indipl- independently owned racket store. Where they is have it? Four different stringers, which is a lot, in Atwater Village. Okay. Right on the main, main strip there. And that's okay. very close to where I live as well, so it's helpful. And uh, those guys, they have four stringers, which means they can, they can, there's a lot of things going on. People are always getting their rackets restrung there. You have to restring your racket on a tennis, and, you know, in tennis. You have to restring your racket. Now, my father would say that you should restring your racket as often as you play. So if you play three days a week, you should restring your racket three, day, three times a year. Oh. If you play four days a week, then you restring your racket four times a year, et cetera. Okay. Uh, most people, once a year. <laughs> how, well, and how much does it cost to restring a racket? Probably 50 bucks or something, right? No, no. It could be, depending on the strings you get. If you get, like, real gut, yeah, that's going to be high. But if you get a polyester or a nylon, like I do, I always say, first of all, I say, what's on sale? Yeah. And a lot of times they'll say, these strings, but I only have them in orange. Or okay. I only have them in green, like colors that other people don't want. Yeah. I do not care about the color of my racket strings. <laughs> I will say, yes, thank you. You know, and it'll yes. be like twenty two ninety nine or twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. But you could certainly get much more expensive strings. It just depends on the racket. And these pros, man, it's like they have their own stringers at home. It's a whole thing. They're going with one brand. They're sponsored, et cetera. I mean, tennis gets very obviously expensive and big and businesslike very quickly. Right, right, because there's a fair amount of money in it. But um, what, what, what is with the cat gut? What is happening? Uh, well, with it's what, the same with guitar strings can be made out of that as well. All bit of strings, you know. All strings. People were taking just cats, Gut. or yeah, just, and I just I think just the cat. Yeah, just the cat. Just the for feline. some reason. You know, I'm not a huge cat string. person, but it feels it feels rude. Yeah. It feels rude. Well, if you ever heard a violin making a a, a a cat sound, I think that's where they got the the uh, the the word. It goes. Because they're not really cat guts? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I desperately needed you to laugh at my impression of a cat. <laughs> I mean, this is a violin with cat. I know. <laughs> but what? But I do, I'm curious. Is it really animal gut that yeah. they're using to string these things with? I think, yeah. Okay. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Well, I, I do. I think so, yeah. Because it feels rude. But I, I know that when I was a child, my $5 racket had plastic. Uh, it, it was literally the damn thing might have just been a prop. Wow. And um, Wow. My sister plays tennis sometimes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. she likes tennis. She likes golf. She likes a... She likes a solo like sport where well. you, I think she likes where you could, you only have to find like one other person to play a game. Yes, yes, yes. Well, another thing that's interesting about me too, that first of all, is very true. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's interesting about uh, tennis is the way that they format the tournaments. They, they move the tournaments from, they start in Australia at the beginning of the year. The Australian Open is always in the month of January, always. Oh. And then they start moving uh, west, right? Because next one is the French Open. Okay. That's next. And after the French Open is Wimbledon further, right? And then it ends up at the U.S. Open in New York. So it kind of like goes around the earth that way. It's okay. Cool. 
and there's a season for every tournament, you know, and these guys go on to win grand slams and stuff, which means that they've won all those tournaments. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and real quick, another thing my dad always used to say about tennis, he'd say, he'd say, Christy, let me tell you something. Or he'd say, Christopher, call me Christopher a lot. <laughs> Christopher, let me tell you something. You look at these, you look at these college athletes, these tennis players, these guys, they are hitting that ball so goddamn hard. These guys are unbelievable. You just, you watch a college athlete play tennis, you can't believe what you're seeing. Then you go to the U.S. Open, and it's a whole nother level. Wow. Um, did he ever get to go yeah, to a U.S. Open? Yeah, my dad went to 15 in a row. What? That's and he awesome. he left the one on 9-11 on 9-10. It ended on 9-9. My dad left oh. September 10th and then 9-11. Wow. Uh, but he still made the game, right? Oh, yeah. He made. <laughs> saw the whole game. It all worked out. 9-11 just seems uh, there's not a child in the world who's going to want to hear any of our 9-11 stories. Yeah. Well, uh, and also it seems. Seems quite small, considering right now, what's happening yeah, right yeah, now. Twenty years later, and uh, we're living in in the weirdest, uh, you know, thing to tell your grandkids. So mm. the, uh, but I will say that. So I want to get back briefly to tennis balls. Yeah. What is the best brand of tennis ball, and are there different weights? I feel like there's different weights. Oh, that could, no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't just think all that tennis balls. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's all tennis balls. Fair um, my favorite balls of all time just got. Uh, uh, discontinued last year about two years ago got discontinued and i'll be honest with you between you and i jackie i wept on that day because you did bit. not because there's no way to save bit. them because the you can't get them anymore if they're done they're done so these are balls are called slozengers yeah. best balls in the world they come from <laughs> england s-l-a-z-e-n-g-e-r slozengers they i thought you were gonna spell england anyway so uh, i'm so glad you didn't <laughs> E and yeah, slozengers, they come <laughs> four in a pack. First of all, I love four. Forget the three. I want four. Okay. Most other people uh, also sell them in fours now. Penn sells fours. I mean, everybody sells fours. Wilson sells fours, uh, but they also have threes. Slozengers only ever came in fours. They're British and they were always a little bit higher, $4.99, where you can get the pens for $3.99. But the slozengers were always worth it because they lasted longer, period. That's it. We can play with this ball. I play with I play with Matt Oswald. I don't know. You know Matt. Yeah. Matt. He and I play a lot. We could play with Slozengers, a can of Slozengers for a month. Good balls. How many a times do you ten? play tennis a week? Before this activity, yeah. we were playing like like three days. Three three days. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, three or four really, days a week you'll play yeah. tennis. Yeah, yeah. And so let's say three so twelve so twelve games, four balls, that can of balls is done. Uh, it depends on how hard, not not with my hitting, but with my friend Matt's because he's really strong. Right. It depends on how strong you are. If a pro's hitting them, probably like four hits even, and they get another less. ball. Yeah. yeah. So it depends on who's hitting the ball. And again, I don't ever want to discourage people to not play tennis because of balls. You play with anything you find. It doesn't, I don't even care if it's a tennis ball. Just start right. hitting something and you'll see. It's super fun. <laughs> get a racket, make one. Doesn't even have to be a racket. Yeah. Just get a thing. Yeah. Just start hitting. Invent your own pickleball. You can do it. <laughs> That's how they did it. And uh, <laughs> so that's cool so there's because i i think the can of uh tennis balls that are not good for anything except for rolling on my back are, such a good thing though right because it's a very firm and and uh consistent pressure yeah that's why they're good 
That's why that. That's why they bounce good. Yeah. And I believe. Well, no, that's why it makes your back good. Feel good. Oh, like if you're right. sitting in your chair, put it on the back of your chair like that. <laughs> right. There's other uses for these. Yeah. So so when you're done with a ball of a, a, a can of balls, do you got to toss them? Uh, I I tell you, I had any given time have a hundred balls in my trunk at any given time. Just Minimum. in case you don't have a, a ball, you're like, well, maybe I could use one of these. I just don't want to throw balls away because I know people can use them for different things. Primarily for dogs. For dogs. Oh, my gosh. I've given away my friend Carrie Armstrong. I hit balls over. Sometimes I just leave the tennis court and Carrie lives down the hill. I drive over to her house and just hit balls into her yard because she has three dogs. Oh, okay. And I hit all my old balls into her yard. Uh, and, yeah, several of my friends have dogs. But also um, for my daughter, in all of her classrooms when she was in elementary school, mm-hmm. like K, one, two, three, four, I would donate all the tennis balls for another parent to drill make a hole in them and then put them on the bottom of the chairs in school oh to save the floors just to save everybody's heads because they scrape the floor and stuff but if it has (laughs) balls on the end you're good right right then you're just and then and you could go through them a thousand a thousand balls because you're you're i mean from the sound of it you're going through a lot of tennis balls a year yeah well and a lot of people just leave them a lot my friend matt doesn't even have a tennis bag he just carries his racket he doesn't even have talking about what's in your tennis bag he doesn't even have a bag you know so some people are just walking around with a racket (laughs) but most people have a bag and you know and then they'll at the end of the match they'll just leave the balls on the on the bench Oh, which is a great way for kids to find balls to play with. Yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. When they're dead, sometimes I hit them out too, just because it's fun fun to hit them. Yeah. But if we see balls on the bench when we get there, the first thing we say is like, "We'll see how they are." Because if they're good, we're using them like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well, right? Always, always. And so, um, there was another. Okay, so the pickleball balls. Oh, well, let me tell you that between oh, yeah. tennis and pickleball, what a lot of the courts have done, like Santa Monica mm-hmm. and like Burbank, they'll take a tennis court that's, you know, eight, eight courts, four courts, 12 courts, whatever it is. And on Saturdays or Sundays or both days, they'll just block off these three courts for pickleball. And then some guys come in with the little tiny nets and they put them, they set them up. It's not that hard to get these little nets, especially right. on Amazon set them up and then start playing. So they're playing. So you might think to yourself, I've never even seen a pickleball court because generally they're not they're on the tennis court. Wait, so so they have to take down the tennis. Uh, no, they leave the net up in between. If it's a real pickleball court, like in Burbank, there is no net in between. Okay. But if you're playing like in Santa Monica, then, then well, you're going to sort of see, rotate you know, it's a regular it? tennis court. And okay. No, they don't know. They just leave it where it is. And then there's two, two sets of four play on one side and two oh, sets right. of four play on the other side. That's right. That's right. Because it breaks up into four actual yeah, courts. It's really neat. It's actually yeah. it's really neat. Yeah. It's That's clever. cool. What else? Uh, but I was wondering about the pickleball balls. How yeah. how much do they cost? They're not cheap, man. They're like three dollars a piece, four dollars a piece, five dollars a piece. And when you buy them on Amazon, you could play. You could buy one, two, three, or thirty six. Oh wow! <laughs> like they have a these case. big things, and I'm like, I don't have three hundred dollars sitting around for a box of pickleballs right right i can find five dollars it'll be yeah. fine yeah uh, yeah it's hard to find three hundred three and and how often do you play pickleball do you play every weekend well, kind of or yeah before on the, the weekends elbow? yeah on saturdays and uh mark fernandez i'd say watch this and i'll say well like we'll go over to play with these other people and then when you're playing with people you don't know you're just like okay what ball do you want to use and i'll say they'll never use my ball they'll never use my ball i go well i got this Nah, that's all right. <laughs> my balls are never good enough. And I'm like, okay, if you guys don't have children, you're not a single parent. I really, 
God bless you with those fifteen dollar balls. Oh, they're called onyxes. The, the I said diamond. Isn't that funny? Right. Onyx. O -N -Y -X. Okay. Y X. Those are the best balls. Awesome. Um, that's hilarious too. Then they're fifteen dollar balls. Uh, I'm not quite sure, but the, to me, it's a lot. Maybe yeah, that's 10, a lot. It's still so, a lot. So, talk to me about this elbow. How long is it going to take to fix this elbow so you can I've play had again? Several. I've had several tennis elbows in my life. This is not the first case. It's always very disappointing. Really. Yeah, it's just because, that it's just disappointing what the f well it's disappointing because i bring it on myself and i overwork my arm right i i hit with matt oswell and he'll he'll just slam a ball and i'll say what the fuck and i don't hit it you know and i'll say what are you yeah. doing and he'll say i just want to get that one good one you know yeah but if i reach out and i hit that just that one hit how fast he's hitting that ball i don't know what he's hitting at 80 miles an hour 70 yeah. miles an hour i could get tennis elbow on one <laughs> And, and, and it's literally, it's just essentially the tendon has swollen up because it was the yeah, stress. And it, gets it looks inflamed. like a bone spur. I know. But it doesn't just affect your elbow. It affects your whole forearm. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm sure it just And you don't just get it from tennis. You get it. Then I come home. I got to do the laundry. I got to do the shopping. I got to put away the groceries. I got to make the dinner. I got to pick up. So it it's, just it's exacerbates just use, it. It's use of your elbow. And here's one thing like I, there's no way I could do would be like pick up a pot of coffee. Never going to happen. Because it's too heavy, right? It would just hurt so flipping bad. Oh, it, so that, it literally just yeah. weakens the whole arm. Yes, yes. Because so. essentially you took Matt Oswalt, who, by the way, was on the dork for us talking about photography. Um, oh, I love his photographs. Love, they're love very it. beautiful, but clearly hitting the ball too hard. But if a guy like him or whoever you're playing against who sends a super fast ball, it might actually just strain that tendon so bad it pops. Oh, yeah. For me, it's, no, it doesn't pop. It just, it hurts. And then I yell at him and then I say, Does okay. it happen instantaneously? Keep... For me, it does because I have a, my elbow's not good. And I'll say, stop it. And he'll say, okay, okay, let's just play. Let's just play. And then I keep playing and then it's not, that's not smart either. <laughs> so anyway, I, I have this, I've, this is my, my third band I've tried on my arm. And I went to the doctor yesterday. They said, this is the one. So this, I guess this is my third one. So hopefully How long does it take to heal? Help me. Couple of um, weeks, or it, it's been about six weeks, and it'll oh, wow. probably be another. I think one week, two weeks. I think one or two weeks. But and I'll be very careful again. You know, it's always about just be very careful when you play. It really is something I. That's what I'm saying. It's disappointing because it's definitely something I can control. As soon as I start feeling it hurt, even if it's doing laundry or cooking or put like a pot off the stove, that could yeah. be very hard. Then I should just stop. That's that's the key. So it's just me. I'm I'm a dummy, and I don't stop. Well, you just keep going and um, don't call yourself a dummy. So, but the thing is, so you're, uh, what, what I'm saying is that, um, so if you, you can sort of hear it begin to strain. I don't or hear you it, can, I feel it. I right, feel. feel it is what I meant. And, yeah. um, and then you should say, you know what, uh, we, we actually can't play. And, and so that's your right hand. So have you ever tried to play with your left hand? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny like that if you play an desperate. instrument oh just you couldn't you i couldn't i couldn't yeah. i don't my left arm's not strong enough no way no way that'd be so funny if you're just like yeah i'm just gonna are there right-handed and left-handed rackets no okay no that's good that's interesting you but there are for guitars side. yeah like paul mccarty plays a left-handed guitar and it's completely wrong <laughs> and it? it's so odd the way he's playing it just looks weird um, always looks weird yeah i don't i don't know anything about guitars but oh really um, you know who you should have on for guitars is blank patch 
Blank Patch. I could have him on. I had everything um, about guitars. Fred Armisen on is an wow. episode about guitars. Wow. And and I think, and I think I tried to talk to Carrie Brownstein about guitars, as well a live one, but it got weeded off into talking about her band, which I did not mm. know anything about. Hmm. Uh, but it was called uh, Slater Kenny. It's probably still still working. Wow, there you go. Rangers, brief glimpse into some uh, some <laughs> shitty music knowledge. Good for you. Good for you for I enjoy the Jackie and Lori show so much. It is you. a delight, is it not? You know, I she has it. a dog. You should drive by her house and knock a couple of tennis balls for Charmy yeah. the puppy Aww. pit bull. Aww. She has a little blue, uh, one of those blue nose pit bull puppies. Cute. It's an adorable, adorable. When did she get it? Like two, three weeks ago, right before her mom I'm so mom glad. Passed. What a nice thing to get. Yeah, oh, right yeah. before. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, just a couple wow. of days before, yeah. Well, I love uh, Jackie and Lori's show. I love the beginning. Who did that for you? I love it. Fountains Jackie of Wayne. I have no idea. Uh, that is so good. I love it. So good. It's Lori so good. knew somebody. She gave, uh, I believe she I gave a guy a hundred bucks. Beautiful. That's brilliant. <laughs> no, I tell, listen, I teach podcasting classes and stuff, and I tell people right off the bat, you need music and you need it good and you don't need it free. Don't get it free. You either yeah, you should it, always, if, if you, know, you can afford you it, it, yeah, invest a little bit of money. Everyone you just have needs to buy to, it. Yeah. No, you have, you don't steal music. Or also, why do that? Because you're just going to get kicked off. With Zoom shows, if you are doing a Zoom show and you start playing somebody's music, mm-hmm. you're out. So it's pretty serious. And it's not hard to find free um, music that's inexpensive, like $20, $30. You can find that music. That, then you own it, you know? Wait, this is interesting. Um, is it, um, is Zoom, are we being monitored right now on Zoom? Kind of like YouTube or no? How do you know you get kicked off? I, somebody said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I know it happens well, on YouTube as well. YouTube, you, it takes, you know. a, a, there was literally moments later. Uh, wow. it, yeah, you can't, you can't have wow. it. And, and last, last week's episode was movie soundtracks and it was with Josh Schneider, mm. um, the, the booker for Acme, uh, for mm. not Acme, for, um, for flappers. And he was humming different movie soundtracks because he loves movie soundtrack yeah. songs. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to make it onto onto youtube because you're you're pretty good pitch and uh and it's gonna sound like the song the good news bad news the good news is you have good pitch the bad news is you're off the show yeah i don't think it'll it'll play and then they let it play so it must be um that it's you can do it a cappella, or you can you know as long as it isn't instrumental maybe it's very it's very fascinating but um I will say, so you would encourage, what about, what about ping pong? Let's just do one more uh, racket. I love ping pong so much. I really do. Um, like I said, I play it with my daughter right here in my house. I've got this really funny little set that you pull apart the, 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 the net, boom, yeah. flip it onto either side of the dining room table or a picnic table. I've seen outside, that. Yeah. And then you just start whacking it to each other. It's super fun. What a great idea. Yeah. Uh, that you could have portable ping pong. I don't know. For me, it's just something about something I can get better at on on my own and whether it's ping pong or um, pickleball or tennis course, they always have a backboard kind of a thing where you can, you know, hit on it. Like with ping pong, when you know, you fold it up against the wall oh, and, and you just hit on your own, you know, you just hit. Oh, just and hit. right. Like against the garage with the tennis yeah, racket. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's something you can kind of well, always do on your own. Yeah. yeah. That's and ping pong. My daughter's just as good as me, if not better now. Yeah. Kids yeah. just are like that. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Well, that it is amazing, especially, and it's kind of a nice social thing to do with your daughter. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that's outside or that's just one-on-one. And you I put mean, the music on and then you just talk or play. Yeah. 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 And then you actually have some nice quality, quantity time. And you uh, always put something... their music on. That's kind of a big tip in parenting. <laughs> Let them have the music. I always let everyone have the music. Do you? Uh, yeah. Because I don't... Uh, I, I, it's not, I like all kinds of music, but I don't know anything about music. So you and Andy, when you're in the car together, you just let him pick it and then you go with it. Well, interestingly enough, we have a, there's a lot of, uh, sort of peaceful silence with Andy Ashcraft. Uh, we don't have music on in the car. It's very rare. We just. Yeah. yeah. Jack Blackburn did not allow music in the car because he said he had to hear the engine. Not just at the when you start the car, <laughs> That's but the dad. whole thing. You got I got to hear the engine, Christopher. I have to hear the engine is the greatest excuse I've he was ever just heard. Looking for peace and quiet, man. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, he was just looking for a little silence. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we uh, yesterday Andy and I drove up to be in my mother-in-law's backyard, and uh, we're doing that once a week now. Nice. Because she's you know she's by herself, and you know you just want totally. a little 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 eye contact. Be Good nice. company. Yeah. And so. So it's a three-hour drive up and a three-hour drive back, wow. and oh. and so we there's ve- there's very little music. Once he starts, like if he gets on his phone, because I drive up and he drives back. If, if he gets on his phone, I uh, I have my earbuds in, but just the left one, so he mm-hmm. can't. So mm-hmm. if he does talk to me, this that's polite. Of, I think that's polite. Yeah, then then he's and then I can just listen to the Frozen Two soundtrack over and over again. That is not what you listen to. That is sadly what I am listening to. Uh, oh my God, you're it's, living my life. That's all I have to hear. But I have a child. Wait uh, a minute. I have a real child, Christine. Christine Blackburn, you guys, uh, you should know that it's called Storyworthy, and it's at Storyworthy. It's available on all of the platforms that you might one, one might get a cast to oh. listen to. <laughs> it's uh when i am older i th- when i am older is the song of 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 the quarantine because wow. this will all make sense it'll all make wow. sense what about and lost in the wood do you love that my lost friend? in the woods is hilarious because it is an 80s ballad song and it's ridiculous and tell your daughter this it's a parable that women uh can uh be the primary breadwinners uh-huh. because she's got to leave and he's got to be there when she comes back. And it turns out his love is not too precious. That's what you should know about him. It's a great line. Anyway, the other thing, my, one of my favorite songs is uh, The Next Right Thing. The Next Right Thing. Outrageous. It's Honestly, be- outrageous. How did you find that music to begin with? Andy and I saw the movie in the theater. I did not oh. want to go. I did not want to go. He did not. Uh, know that he had been would be unleashing kind of a monster. <laughs> Wait, um, did you see that the El Capitan? Because it was down there. No, with like, like real things sprinkling down. I know. I love. I do love the stage show with it. Yeah. We saw it in. Uh, there's a uh, the Man Plant, uh, which is a very funny name. Uh, it's a uh, it's a mall called. It's a like a strip mall kind of called the Man <laughs> Strip Mall, and the it, the plant or the it's called the plant and it was a man theater. Now it's the Regency Plant. Yeah, but um. It's just sort of a local theater that has all these. We live in a very working class kind of family yeah. neighborhood, so it's a lot of young families, and we saw it with that. And that's what I want to see all movies with, quite honestly. Yeah, with yeah. young families because it's awesome. Why? Because the squealing and the excitement, yeah. or what? Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah there's like glee. The, there's glee. Yeah, there's more happiness than uh, than watching it with a bunch of hipsters at the arc light. And yeah. um, though that can be a joy when sometimes too. So uh, they're just yeah. different experiences. Frozen 2 has yeah. to be seen with children. Um, but Christine, it has been an hour. You have talked. Thank it has you. been an amazing experience. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so happy to be here. And I'd love to teach you to play pickleball. Seriously, we just meet and we just hit. It'd be so fun, really. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I'll think about it. Anyway, so it's, but it's at Storyworthy uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and iTunes and all the places. Yes. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening thank to the you. show. You're welcome. Yay. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?